3: There's nothing more annoying than podcast ads, right? If you want to listen to your favorite Saints podcast, the Saints Happy Hour podcast, ad-free, become a patron today and never have to listen to dumb ads ever again. As a $10 patron, you also get our booze bundle as a welcome gift to the Saints Happy Hour community. It includes a Forever Drew cup, a crew de Taysom cup, a Saints happy hour beer koozie, and a Saints happy hour shot glass. Sign up today at saintshappyhour.com. That's saintshappyhour.com.
4: This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy task? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right, Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? No. The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful.
3: All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Woo, what a weekend. Half the Saints team got hurt, including Drew. Drew has... Cracked ribs, de- uh, deflated lung. He's—I don't know how he managed to throw a touchdown I, with a with a with a, what is it—a a busted up lung. You'd think he'd be spitting up blood on the sidelines. What? Uh, but, but it was a fun. It was fun. They're seven and two, so it can't be all negative. Uh, Dave, I'm drinking a beer tonight that was sent to us from a loyal, loyal podcast listener. Nick, Mm -hmm. he was nice enough. I hope you can see it. He he bottled the beer obviously, and he put the old Saints Happy Hour logo on the beer. What other Saints podcast has their own goddamn beer? Uh,
1: It's called it's called Tears. uh, It's called Tears of a Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, because it's it's, for Fate Week. Yeah, it's specifically brewed for uh, for this week for Falcons Hate Week, and it's a. Uh, I'm gonna have one in a little bit as soon as I finish this other beer that I'm having, uh, but I had one the other day when we first got it, and um, it's. Uh, you know, I think the hibiscus tea is the in-your-face flavor there, and I think it also gives it a little bit of a red color, which is perfect because I feel like that's what. The color of a falcon's tears would be, uh, you know, since the falcons are like red and black or
3: whatever. Here, so here's the thing about Drew Brees. You know, now that we know uh, that he had multiple fractured ribs and a um, and a, what was it? What did they call it, Andrew? A, a uh, deflated lung or whatever? <laughs> the, the
5: collapsed
3: lung. Collapsed lung. He had a collapsed lung. Everybody yesterday was like. Man, Drew is so sad. Why is he? He's, I've never seen him this sad. That's why he was so goddamn sad. Because he, he knew he had cracked ribs. Because he couldn't breathe. Because yeah. he couldn't breathe. And this is sad Drew uh, after the game.
6: I'm just taking one day at a time. <laughs> um, I've done that this entire season. And I'll continue to do that. I'm not sure what tomorrow holds. But um, you can know I'm going to do everything I can to, to be uh, as effective as I possibly can. From next
3: week. I had to boost that 350% to get it to a level where you could hear it because he was <laughs> barely talking above a whisper he was so despondent uh, but Dave you were at the game giving us updates of the injury of Drew as it was happening
1: I wouldn't know. I, actually, I wasn't I wasn't giving in, in, updates of the Drew injury. I was giving updates on all the other injuries, but uh, <laughs> I, I honestly thought that he looked fine. I didn't know what the hell was going on uh, because after the hit, hit in question where he got injured, he still went out there. He still handed it off to Kamara or whatever, did a little toss to Kamara uh, for the touchdown, and then he was on the sidelines. He had his helmet on. He was...
5: You know, he was he five. Like... He was five for six on that two-minute drill.
3: Yeah, yeah. Two. I mean, scoring he... drives after getting his lungs and his ribs wrecked.
1: Yeah, but uh, I went ahead and watched it again on TV, and I mean, obviously, yes, you can see uh, he winces in pain immediately after he gets taken to the ground and. Um, uh, you, you know, he he, he he always has, like, a little arm shake thing that he does to, like, keep his yes. loose, you know, his arm loose in between plays, uh, but, uh, you know, maybe this is just, uh, you know, maybe now that I'm just looking for it, uh, you know, maybe it's nothing, but I just feel like he was doing that even more so before he even got hit, um, you know, in the earlier part of the game, but, you know, again, that's, <laughs> that could just be me, uh, but anyway, game, uh, the game was good, they, um, you know, just from a, a, an attendance fan standpoint, they kind of had the same amount of people in the plaza level. So uh, the additional 3000 people that they've let in, uh, they added that in the club level. They had that open now and they added it in the lower terrace. It looks like they had about, uh, 10 or 15 rows in the terrace open. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that's where they added those additional 3000 fans. And, um, it was, uh, I, you know, me and I, I went with a friend of mine and, and we both, we both were not worried when the saints went down seven, nothing, when they went down 10, nothing, um, yeah, obviously that was before drew got injured, but I, I, it was never really in doubt. I never really thought that they were going to, that they could potentially lose it. I, I always, this is a veteran team. This is, this is a good team. I always thought that uh, that they were going to come back and they did, um, uh, well, I, but, I just uh, want to say it this was, it, we get... I, I walked away. I walked out of the Superdome. I, I, it didn't feel like a win. It, it, you know, it still doesn't feel like a win. You know, the whole the Drew Brees situation is a is a black cloud. Well, uh, no. But here's over, the thing. Before,
3: before we get into the, the 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 black cloud and and Jameis Winston, and and all the negative stuff, I just want to say. The Saints became the fourth team in the Super Bowl era to have a six-game winning streak four years in a row. They have 44 wins over the last four years. Andrew, how many years do you think it took the Saints as a franchise to get 44 wins?
5: Do you know the answer to this question? I do. Okay, 44 wins...
3: Uh, I have, I, I have a gonna, guess, I'm going to go with 12 years.
1: I'm going to go with 18.
3: Close. It was 1977. So from 67 to 77, they won exactly so it was 11 44 years. games. 10 years.
5: Well, if ten you're ten. counting the 67 and 77 season, that 11, that's good. 11
3: seasons. 11.
5: So they average
3: four Dave. wins a year their first 11 <laughs> years. So I'm just saying – Before we get to the rain clouds and the doom and gloom, it's been pretty fucking amazing these last four years. With that said, though, uh, Andrew, uh, it's peanut butter Jameis time, as we said in the postgame show, which everybody should listen to if they were a patron. Um, This team, they looked – Jameis looked uh, great to start, then cooled off. Uh, he looked a little Jameis to me. He threw a bad pass that should have been picked. He was jittery <laughs> in the pocket. But he does look really, really thin. Like awkwardly, painfully thin. And he looked amazing it's in the post game. What, what was your initial thoughts on Jameis? Because we're going to get about a month of him, probably.
5: You're asking me or Dave? I'm asking you. Oh, uh,. Yeah, he looked very James-y. Uh I was not <laughs> super impressed. Uh, I don't think he played very well. Um, I think, especially when you're up two scores, I mean, ball security's at a premium, so the throw that was almost intercepted in particular was awful. Uh, there was a couple throws in the red zone uh, where he's trying to hit Michael Thomas that were grossly inaccurate. Takes a couple sacks, so, yeah, I mean, he, he looked like an unprepared backup quarterback. You know, that didn't take any snaps at practice and, you know, was thrown into a situation that few guys are going to be ready for. So I don't judge him for that. I, I certainly don't, you know, you guys know this. I'm not, I'm not necessarily a Jameis Winston believer. I'm not one of these guys that thinks he's the quarterback of the future for the saints, but at the same time, I'm not going to cast judgment and, and, well, uh, I will and say draw any conclusions Teddy Bridgewater from was... a game like that.
3: Pretty, Teddy Bridgewater, Dave, was pretty awful last year against the Rams, too. Yeah, exactly. So, but here's my question to you, Dave. We're trying to figure out which, which is the, the bigger, better guest to have this week. Should we have Jameis1of1 <laughs> one one on the podcast again, or should we have a patron, Dr. Thomas Finke, to break down all of Drew's ailments? It's a tough
1: call. <laughs> it's not a tough call, actually. Um, going back to you know what you were saying about Jameis looking like garbage in this game, uh, I think the subtext in that is let's wait and see what happens next week when he's got the week to prepare, when he's taking snaps with the first team, uh, when he That's knows right. he's going to start from the beginning. So
5: When Sean Payton uh, designs a game plan right. around him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. So with that in mind... I think you should have Jameis1of1 on after that game, after we get to see Jameis' full game plan, full week of practice, full game from the start. Uh, then we have Jameis101 to discuss how that went, good or bad. We'll find out. Uh, and this week, you go, you roll with uh, Thomas Finke and uh, discuss Drew Brees, yeah. especially since that's what everybody else is talking about, and that's going to get you the hits. And that's Ralph, is why uh, I am... Uh,
3: you're the brains of the operation.
1: I'm the four, brains of the operation.
3: <laughs> four in Malta as of four o'clock today.
1: Yeah, well, if you took more advice from me, you'd be one. You'd be okay. one, baby. Uh, there you go. <laughs> we,
3: we, we, we were two last week, so it's
5: yeah, nothing to dropping. brag about, Ralph. We're dropping like down. a stone.
1: We're dropping. Um,
3: <laughs> but. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect, with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The Drew, the Drew Brees injury sort of overshadows everything, and obviously so, because the Saints are 7-2. and two. They're an elite team, and that's what the media and the national media and ESPN want to talk about. But I want to play this soundbite about Sean Payton. When he was asked about Jameis uh, after the game yesterday, he talked about all the injuries, the other injuries that the Saints had, and how it kind of wrecked the running game and made life for Jameis harder.
4: I think on a bigger note and, and probably less visible to you guys, you know, Josh Hill and Traquan, those are significant guys involved in the run game. And that, I would say, created also uh, a slew of just things that we've got to be better at relative to replacements. What impacted our, our play calling more than anything was when Traquan and Josh went down. That all of a sudden now there, there's some different things you're doing with relative to your blocking schemes um Jameis was up to speed on everything we were doing I I think just as just as importantly at halftime we were trying to arrange the personnel groupings um to handle a lot of the stuff we were doing in the running game Josh Hill
3: Andrew I feel like is the biggest disconnect in the fan base Josh Hill gets injured Saints Twitter's like eh, whatever in real life, Joshua gets injured and it's like a Chinese fire drill for the saints they're burning timeouts left and right because they he's in every fucking formation they have he's chaos I don't know what you would describe him as in this in the like the engine that is the New Orleans Saints but he's he's not like super critical but he's pretty close and i I find it humorous that fans don't really like josh hill at all but sean payton whenever he gets injured during a game that's like the first thing in his press conference it's like josh hill got out and the formations were fucked
5: well it it actually felt like shades of the it's like a more polite version of the jim Mora soundbite where he's like you think you know but you really don't know
7: and you never you think you know but you don't know and you never will
5: there yeah. it is. Continue. So you know, yeah. yeah. When, no, he,
1: when he when he said things, this is less obvious to you, I believe, was was the was the quote yeah. he used.
5: Something that might not be as <laughs> visible to you guys. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what it was. That's right. <laughs> you but, fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. uh,
5: but Josh Hill is the an unsung hero of this offense, and he is huge, and he's probably underpaid. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I think. There's guys on this team that are, that are as capable. I, I think Troutman is a guy that could be a do-it-all tight end, but it's just about getting him up to speed and, and getting him comfortable with the offense. So
1: They're that'll take time. We talking about the injury on Monday Night Football right Here's now. Here's a good actually. question in the, from, the, just, from the YouTube stream, in the live helped.
3: stream. Uh, Dave, do you think people will blame Ruiz for getting Drew Brees killed oh, this and is uh, the his lung question. collapsed I'm like good. they did I'm Pete glad. last year? I'm glad
1: you asked me this because I was gonna say fuck that guy, fuck Ruiz, man. This shit's on you, bro. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm not really that mad, but uh, but I mean, it it was his fault. That was his guy to block, and uh, and he let him get past him. I I don't expect anybody to be perfect, obviously, Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, is there
5: so so much to ask to not kill our starting quarterback, (laughs) to not (laughs) to not collapse his lung?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I'm also starting to think that uh, Drew Brees, at 41 years old, is a is a delicate flower that um, he is. <laughs> know, that really he can't be is made of porcelain for crying out loud. Um, I, I uh, yeah, Ruiz is going to be like you know the answer to that bar trivia question. You know, like you know, just like Wally Pipp is the Drew guy Brees that went out in
3: 2020. Out...
1: <laughs> Yeah, who who was the guard, the offensive lineman who caused Drew Brees to end his career? Um, <laughs> but uh, wait, where, where else did I wanted to go? I wanted to say that um, look, the one thing that I I don't know why nobody's talking about this. This is the one thing that pisses me off about the Drew Brees injury um, is. This is lost fucking time now. Now, Tom Brady in the fucking passing mm. touchdown record. Yeah, that's fucking right. Tom Brady now is fucking... F- I, 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 this is, I, honestly, it makes me... I never really hated Tom Brady that much. But, I mean, now, for some reason, yeah, I hate him all. even more. Uh, maybe because he doesn't get injured every time he gets tackled. And I, I'm, like, frustrated because Damn he's Tom a year Brady. older. And he seems to be less delicate than Drew. And I, yeah. just, I feel like Drew is just... He's not aging. It's like... You know, it's, it's like you get older and you see, you know, when you're a kid, your father is like the greatest thing and you think he's like Superman. And then you get older and your father gets older and you see him do things and you're like, wait a minute, he's not, he's just he's a normal old. guy. Or, or, oh my God, he's getting older and he can't even do the things he's. Doing. And it's like really sad. And like you fucking, you go home, you lie in bed and you cry yourself to sleep and you realize like it's never going to be the same. Things are changing. We're all getting older. It's never going to be the same. And like this is. You know, I said Black Cloud earlier. I just, this whole thing is, you know, Ralph, you, you always talk about how I, the the Drew Brees farewell tour, like, yeah, I want to enjoy this. And this is, like, the worst fucking thing that could have happened. God, this I is, hate to hear this that. Is, I hate this, to hear that. This is like, you know, if it was, like, a real band and a real farewell tour, this is like if they all got COVID <laughs> and had to cancel the fucking tour. You never know. Nah,
5: had to it's, it's not that. It had, you need to relax, Dave. I, but here's I could, the thing, like, though. I saying, do agree
3: with not, Dave and I. To, not not saying, take the
5: por- to take the porcelain analogy a, a step further, Breeze is like fine China. And if you look at the games that they have, they have Atlanta twice, they have the Broncos, they have Philly. Th- this, is like a, this is like playing in the, the AFC East. It's as close as you get, <laughs> all right, the next four weeks. And so I just want to say, maybe we just put the fine China back in the armoire you know, you bust out kind of your plastic plates and your crappy silverware and Tupperware, you know, and Dixie yeah, paper and that, plates. And that's your Jameis Winston and your Tamis your Tamis <laughs> your Tamis Hillston, and uh, th- that's enough to to you know eat your food and, and get the, get the job done. Uh, you well, know, when you're eating with less refined well, Let's take that a friend. I'm if... not
1: I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying Drew's not going to come back. I'm not saying that we just saw the last of Drew Brees but and we I'm get not four saying games, we Saints get four or less win. games of him now. And I we we get okay look in my head the Drew Brees farewell tour includes winning a lot of games. It includes br- breaking and keeping the passing touchdown record. It includes, uh, embarrassing Tom Brady. Okay. We checked that off of the list. That's good. But, uh, and it does, it, the dr- the dream is dead. Like now, we've got to piece together what we can piece together, <laughs> well, uh, and to say this farewell tour. Okay, I just and thought. I, of... I, so I'm I'm, you know, I'm upset about the I'm upset about the touchdown thing because obviously this is Drew's last year. There's no way after after this he is definitely not playing next year. This is it. Well, and I'm annoyed because, because fucking Tom Brady might play another fucking year, and Tom he's going to get older. Hundred percent
3: playing another okay? year. Okay, and I'm also upset because. Uh he doesn't get to sun the Falcons one more time because he'll miss both he'll, Falcon games. He doesn't yeah, get to own them one step more step time. Through. He's gonna miss both Falcon games too. But but and I, and it's
1: upsetting because um I can't even remember. I'm just so Well upset. you know, another way <laughs> to
5: look at this is that he's gonna be spending the next what maybe three, four weeks maybe, uh healing up. Uh that he'll be yeah. maybe healthier in the playoffs than Tom Brady. If Tom Brady's running up his T D numbers, taking more hits In these four weeks that Drew Brees isn't playing, you know, which one is going to be healthier when the playoffs start? That's not an obvious. There's no obvious answer there. But I know who's going to be taking hits the next four weeks, and it's not Brees. So
1: the other the other thing, the other thing that worries me is I worry. I know this is crazy. I worry that Jameis is going to play well maybe even win four games. You know, he'll do the same thing Teddy did. He's going to win four g- games. Drew's going to get healthy. And there's going to be half of the Saints fan base is going to say, fuck it. Drew's washed up. Let Jameis <laughs> finish out the season. I and think that's, that's gonna, the best that, case scenario. I, how and good.
3: that sucks. I oh, telling good, me the best thing is I,
1: talking-
5: love, I love Drew. Look, I and, love and, Drew, but I'm a Saints fan. I'm not a Drew Brees. Like, I, it's not Drew Brees above all. Like, if Jameis how- Winston is awesome and that propels us into 2021, then
3: hell yeah, I want that. But here, here's a question though, Andrew. That's, that's How good? Crazy. That's sad. Because last that's year we. Well, he's just a year, player. He's
5: not the team. I know well, that. But
1: what a shitty, what a shitty ending for for Drew Brees' career. Hey, I gotta tell you, I, man. I, I, I wanted look, Drew Brees to walk out on the field one last time and for to a standing ovation to some big last second win. Uh, I, you know, I wanted it well, to be a fucking. Still Every,
5: everyone wants the John Elway. You know, yeah, and yes, it yes. never happens. How did it end for Brett Favre? He had to go to Minnesota, bitter rival, only to have the Saints hand him his ass. How did it end for Peyton Manning? Like, Peyton Manning's as close as you get to John Elway. He had to go to Denver and have a defense drag his corpse for him to have his He's li-
3: Peyton Manning is literally the worst quarter. Pey- Denver Peyton Manning is literally the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. By, by statistical rating. But here's my question to you that Dave was talking about. Andrew, how good would Jameis have to play these next four weeks for a significant amount of Saints fans to want him to keep playing instead of Drew? Because last year with Teddy, as much as we love Teddy Bridgewater, we knew that, like, Teddy, he's going to keep it afloat. And even if they we were like, well if they go three and one or four and one, like we're not gonna be like clamoring for Teddy to keep playing. But Jameis is a different animal in a sense of Jameis' floor is way lower than Teddy's, but his ceiling, like Jameis can be amazing and Jameis could be a guy where he could win the Saints a couple of these games and we'll be like, Jameis won the Saints that goddamn ball game today, which we never said with Teddy in any of the five wins, he was just sort of there. We're like, great job, Teddy. You didn't screw it up. So how good would Jameis have to play for four weeks for like 35% of Saints Twitter to be like, keep him in there? Like how great would he have to be?
5: Oh, 35? I don't even think it's that. I I, I think he could go two and two, but hit one 70-yard bomb. And that <laughs> that would be enough. Stop. That would be enough.
2: They're like, oh, air yards,
5: deep ball. Oh, my God, what is this? He's got a positive A-dot. I've never seen this before. It's air yards. Give me this guy as my quarterback forever. Don't ever let Drew back in the building.
3: Dave, how tragic a mistake was it that the Saints released Tommy Stevens?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. He he was the savior. He was going to help us. He was going to get us out of this jam.
3: (laughs) so and oh by the way uh Andrew tell the people on Twitter they're trying to um they're trying to steal uh this podcast credit for creating uh Jason Ja you can't even say correct. Jason yeah. I kind of like Jason
1: though too let, yeah, let it be he, known he flipped it yeah Ralph let mark it, mark it down let it be known you just invented Jason too also ja
5: yeah I, I saw Amy <laughs> just on Twitter the reporter was saying. Well, Drew Brees created TAMIS, and she posted a link to her article because he said it in a press conference. But our, Ralph, the day we signed Jameis, you you said t- TAMIS.
3: Yeah, I did, and I L-
5: literally the day the Saints signed.
3: Him. And Kevin, and Kevin just cackled we
5: have a the rest podcast of the podcast
3: because he kept just repeating it over and over again. Because we did it at like eight in the morning. You need to find a link to that show I need to find to so find that audio. And dunk play it. on everyone. Um and oh by the way, the the hotline we'll play it. we'll get to that later. Just a tease on it. It's not the best hotline ever, but we do have international calls and we have people confused and belligerent about how many rings they have to wait before they get to leave the voicemail. So so stay stay for the hotline. It's uh it's pretty good this week. Um that guy had
1: a, had a- <laughs> had a had a point by the way i wholeheartedly agree with him which is why i thought it was so funny
5: <laughs> da- dave what's going on man are you on like the
3: elliptical
1: no i'm i'm getting uh my tears of a falcon beer
3: okay so while dave gets his uh <laughs> well dave gets his tier of the falcon beer andrew the defense for the saints they had a rough start which, oh, by the way, I called exactly. I said they would get off to a slow start and they would win anyway. I called it again. That's two weeks in a row for me. But they outscored. After falling behind 10 to nothing, the Saints defense held the 49ers to three points. Um, They looked really great. I know the 49ers are missing a ton of people. Quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, all of it. But what did you see about the defense? That's two weeks in a row they've held – teams to a combined 16 points, what are we seeing in the defense? And do you think they potentially can carry the Saints for a while like they did last year when Teddy Bridgewater was playing?
5: Well, to quote uh, Billy Madison, uh, Saints defense, I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, No, but seriously, there's no no glory or – being impressed about what the Saints did on Sunday I know that's Debbie Downer and look Chauncey Gardner Johnson looked awesome Nick Mullins Onion, paycheck oh,
3: cleared just like every other quarterback in the NFL
5: yeah exactly uh I, I, when you look <laughs> at the number of players that the 49ers were missing um you know quite frankly the the first quarter was unacceptable the first drive was unacceptable the Saints are down 10 nothing, uh and then they win the, the game 27-3 to following the first quarter so those last three quarters that that's what I would expect to see, given the talent on the Saints defense uh, and the lack of talent uh, on the 49 ers side of the ball, just with the number of injuries they've had. Uh, but that being said, you know, I've I've long talked about kind of the three horses. this has kind of been my theme of the season, I guess you'd say uh, that the three horses on defense haven't shown up all year. And that's been a big reason why the Saints defense has been disappointing. Uh, and Lattimore continues to be up and down. Uh, Cam Jordan can, continues to be flat out disappointing. Uh, but the one guy of the three that's really turned a corner is Demario Davis, and I thought he played his best game of the season against the 49ers. Uh, and he's Demario Davis has ascended back to peak level, uh, and so that was probably
3: the most encouraging. How thing did, for uh, me to uh? How think. did uh? Well, first of all, we have to we have to play this. Because Anzalone only got one play the entire game, and then we get to play this. Go Tigers. How did uh, How did Kawan Alexander look, Andrew? Pretty good.
5: You know, he's getting his feet wet. He's learning the scheme and everything. But, uh, man, that one play in particular, it was a goal line run defense where he shoots the gap, blows up the play, uh, big run stuff. Um, that was great to see. I mean, I think just from a skill set point of view, the Saints really like having him in there. He a sideline-to-sideline side speed. He has good eyes. Uh, he's good instincts. We saw that at LSU. He was a tre- tremendous player in college. So um, I'm excited to have him on the team. I don't know if you guys noticed this, Dave. You probably didn't since you were at the game. But th- at one point, uh, you know, Quan Alexander has like the spiky pink hair. And he had like one strain of hair sticking right out of his helmet, like uh, one of the holes <laughs> in his helmet. It almost looked like a little devil horn. Um, I don't know. That was pretty cool.
1: I definitely didn't notice that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I, everybody could see Demario Davis played incredible. I mean, being at the game, he was incredible. Like just, I mean, he was just flying all over the goddamn field. I mean, he, you know, one play he's in the backfield, next play he's in the fucking secondary. I mean, he's just amazing. Um,
5: That's got to be a top five game by Demario Davis
1: in his career with the Saints. I well, it's, it's top this, three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Maybe the best. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I don't st- I haven't studied his entire career, well, the- you know, with the Jets and everything like that. But and then the other thing I wanted to say is, uh, yes, the Niners, um, you know, they're they're running second, third teamers out there. Uh, but I will say. I don't know whether this came through on the broadcast, but, I mean, they made some incredible catches. I mean, they had yes, they did. quite they did. a few catches Holy that cow. I am like, most people don't make that catch. I mean, they had the one in the first quarter over the shoulder down the sideline with CJG. The uh, dude with the one, the one hand where he one, goes down and gets I thought it a hit off the, I, the one at midfield that I could have swore hit off the turf, and the guy amazingly caught it with one hand. and
5: Jordan Reed, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, there were just a couple of... Great catches that normally I feel like most players and most aren't going to make that play, and uh, they just kept coming up with them every every single time.
3: So, and I want to give out a shout a shout out to Patrick Robinson. The Saints have called <laughs> on him twice, and both times he's gotten in, interceptions in the end zone. Uh, I mean, the, the one against Detroit was bigger. This one just helped people cover the spread, which was appreciated for degenerate gamblers any everywhere. But again, Andrew. This roster. For I the wanted,
5: hold, on, hold on. I wanted to say this with Dave here because I said it on one of our uh, daily shows, but Dave wasn't on that show. Dave, what kind of season is this? How 2020 is this that the two defensive backs that have played the best for the Saints this year are Malcolm Jenkins and Patrick
1: Robinson?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, how 2020 is that? Uh, th-
1: this whole the whole game. Yesterday was so freaking 2020. I mean, the muffed yes. punts, three muffed punts. Four. It <laughs> uh, was four. Yeah. Um, Two each. Did they, were they talking about, like, like w- when later in the game, there was a series when the Saints were up, there was a series uh, where Jameis Went in at wide receiver for yeah. three plays. Yep. Uh, I don't know whether they discussed that there it was, it was one play, then that they was, did other play, was weird. and then there were two straight plays. Or, or, well, I mean, I, it... I, 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 mean, I mean, we've seen them do that with Drew. They did it with Drew earlier in that game, actually. Um, so it kind of just felt like they were just, you know, they were just doing the same thing they would normally Here... be doing, but instead of Drew, it's Jameis going wide. Like if james
5: he, is going to try to well, throw a block. He actually blocks. went in
1: there though. He he did on the, the first time he was uh, out there. He's, he's he got to lose the five. vegan.
5: He's got to lose the vegan diet if he's going to go tight end and try to throw a block in line.
3: Yeah, he did. He he Here's, definitely did on that first one. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the manscaped perfect package 3.0 this revolutionary company manscape has redesigned the electric trimmer their lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin safe technology so this trimmer cuts on your nuts it's also waterproof so you can use it in the shower the lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new perfect package 3.0 which makes the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls. That's just nasty. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, your balls stink. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for their Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help you set the mood, if you know what I mean. The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all. The Manscaped Perfect package 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Here's a question for you. Uh, If we time traveled back, Dave, to 2012, and we told 2012 us that in 2020... Malcolm Jenkins and Patrick <laughs> Robinson were gonna be the key to a revitalized Saints secondary. What would two thousand twelve <laughs> us think of the twenty twenty Saints?
1: Well, I mean like first first of all we would, um, we would assuredly assume that they were with the Saints the entire time. They didn't each go to other different teams <laughs> and then come back yeah. to play that way. You know, you would just assume they just stayed on the team from 2012 all the way to 2020. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It would make me wonder how bad the rest of the team was. Them
5: <laughs> Jenkins is damn good, by the yeah, way. He's been
1: playing great. He's good he's yeah. been playing great he's still I was, good i was annoyed that he dropped that in first interception he made up for it he's lucky
5: yeah
3: yeah yeah i you know i mean that their off season has been really good like they were right to bring in malcolm jenkins over von bell so far they were right to keep andres pete he's been good because they didn't have anywhere else to go at guard like they were right to keep on andrew like their off season for the most part has worked out splendidly i can't Think of anything that you can look at and be like, "That was a horrible decision." I mean, Ruiz hasn't worked out quite like they thought. Oh,
5: on you. no, Ruiz is kind. Of, but again, rookies—you kind of throw out the door. I think with uh, just their season this year, you, you can't—you can't really judge them too much,
1: you know. Just with everything. well, except Marquez Callaway. Go ahead and well, oh, cool him. man. Yeah,
5: you can—you can judge Callaway. That dude's a stud. Uh, Johnny on the spot, huh?
1: Yeah, two muff punt recoveries. How often is that man? I know that.
5: No, I I just want to say about Onyemata real quick. uh, He's almost underpaid, (laughs) given what the Saints uh, paid him and and how he's produced. But I had someone ask me on the Discord channel uh, earlier today, uh, after I did the player grades, uh, you know, hey, what's going on with Cam? Is he seeing a lot of double teams? And, you know, I was saying, Cam's seeing less double teams in recent weeks because he, he's not doing anything, and teams are noticing. And uh, so, and, and frankly, like the number of double teams he's seeing, it's this is nothing unique. Teams know that Cam Jordan is the Saints' best pass rusher. That's been a thing for years. So they, uh, I, I would say that Cam Jordan's been been ha- had some attention, but nothing out of the ordinary. He's just not playing as well. And so, what I noticed in this game for really the first time. Is that Onyemata was the one seeing a lot of double teams, yeah. and yet he was still making plays.
3: Yeah, I mean, here I I'd know, like to. I mean, just just to put a
1: bow on everything, I, I just think look, the Saints are a talented team. They are a talented team. They are, uh, they are have a lot of great leadership. Um, they
5: win in different ways.
1: Exactly. They and well, that's so. Uh, You know, we've been a little doom and gloom so far on the podcast. Obviously, uh, the Drew Brees thing upsets me. I'm assuming it upsets everybody else. Uh, You know, we're all a little uncertain about the future now because of it. Uh, And I would just say, if we want to be positive, just know that, again, this is a very talented team. They find ways to win. I mean, I'm Uh, not... They love each other. They, They get along. They have great chemistry. And in addition to that... I can't think of another team in the NFL that's better suited uh, to uh, for an injury to their starting quarterback. No, I mean, at Saints... least we have, you know, Jameis is questionable, T- Taysom is questionable, Jason is questionable, <laughs> uh, but we've got a chance, and and the Saints some, something something's going to
3: shake out. the Saints had out. the foresight well, they did go five to and ask 0 last Jameis if he would play Greece. for free, right? And he said yes. What would um, you say, Ralph? I said the Saints had the foresight to ask Jameis if he would play for free, and he said yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. He, here's the thing with this year, and I think Dave makes a good point, and I'll take it even a step further. Look, 2020 is weird because of coronavirus. Home field doesn't really matter that much unless it's Green Bay and it's cold. And if they go to Royal Rumble style and nobody gets a bye, then – It doesn't matter if you go thirteen and three and get in or ten and six. It it won't. It won't mean shit, right? You just have to get in. You just have to be healthy, which it brings me to my next point, Andrew. Uh, The one concern you can we can sort of talk about is you noticed it in your your player grades, which by the way, become a patron, ten dollar level, you get access to Andrew's grades. Uh, The offensive line, Pete, got injured. Armstead got injured, McCoy, he had the Robocop arm working. How concerned are you that the the, the offensive line has begun its yearly uh descent into injury hell?
5: Yeah, that's a concern. I, if you ask me, what the biggest concern about this game was, it would be the play of the offensive line. Uh, not only did they not play great, but the combination of Ruiz and Easton isn't great. Uh, McCoy's now got the big contraption on his arm. Uh, Andres Pete seems to have aggravated his ankle, and Teron Armstead left, which is kind of <laughs> left the game momentarily, which is kind of part for the, the course. course. So. Yeah, they're they're right on schedule, you know, the last three years. That's kind of been the Achilles heels They limp into the postseason uh, with an offensive line that's you know, just really banged up and they they seem right on schedule right now with just the <laughs> amount of injuries and you know, so sometimes like you I, I just want to say you look at breeze and sometimes an injury that's not gonna knock you out for the year, but that forces you to be out of action for f- three or four weeks Sometimes that's not the worst thing. I, NFL, The NFL has this worst culture, this weird culture where you play through stuff. And if you, yeah. you've got these nagging injuries, you just keep letting them pile up and
3: you keep We're like, playing through it. And like in basketball, LeBron will take a month off.
5: Well, that's the thing. It's only 16 games, so I get yeah. that. But I, I sometimes I just wonder if. If you just shut a guy down who's dealing with a lot of soreness or a lot of issues, like Breeze, he's wearing the flak jacket, right? If they had just shut him down before this game because he was already kind of, you know, compromised, maybe two weeks off, maybe they could have won two games with Jameis and, and Taysom, and and they would have brought Breeze back and he would have been a hundred percent. But Breeze, I, I thing mean, he's is, though, forty-one. But I'm just saying, sometimes I don't get that man. Sometimes it's like, look, if these guys are really banged up, like. You've got James Hurst, you've got Nick Easton. They're not the best, but like throw those guys in there and let's let these guys recover for a couple
1: weeks. You think Tom Brady's taking a
3: day off? Drew Brees played in 2015 when he had plantar fasciitis and his foot was torn in half and the Saints were 5 and 8 and playing the Jaguars. And he's like, "Nah, I'm not going to I'm not going to shut it down. I'm playing the Jaguars." because I it's need just to an inter- my It's boys. just an interesting culture. I mean, it, it 3, completely has to four. do with
5: the number of games, and it's like the physical nature, and you, you want to be tough in football. But, like, man, in baseball, you know, it's like some pitcher has a little thing in his wrist. Like, it doesn't, doesn't feel quite right. And sometimes they shut him down for 180 days. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, he went back and started doing the long toss, and he still felt that little twinge. It's like they won't play you in baseball unless you're 100%. And it's the same thing with basketball. Like you said, Ralph, like a dude will sprain his ankle and he's, he misses 20 games. Just like sprain an ankle, tape that shit up and get back out there. But you know, football's a different culture, but sometimes. So anyway, my point is, is, are we really going to benefit when these offensive linemen keep playing through this stuff? And then it's the play playoffs come and they, they, they never got injured enough to miss a game, but they're just like a shell of their former selves. Cause they're so banged up. Whereas Breeze actually got to miss four weeks and maybe he's still a little banged up in his ribs, but everything else is healed. And he's actually feeling pretty good when he comes back.
3: That's fair. I mean, the thing for me is I just know Breeze is, is a psychopath and he wants to play every week. But my question yeah. to you, Dave, before we get to the hotline, and I want to roast Goodell in a minute here, is
7: <laughs>
3: despite everything, that the Saints had going on, the issues, everything. Kamara, I think yesterday might have been his strongest pitch for offensive player of the year and maybe MVP. Because the Saints had chaos around him and he just scored three touchdowns like it was nothing. Like and I know <laughs> two of them were short, but whatever. He still looked amazing with all the problems they had, all the injuries, uh I'm going to put money on him eight to one to win offensive MVP. I think it's good. I think it's good to bet. I,
1: you know, I, I thought about you because I, I know you've been beating this drum all season, just like I've been beating my certain drums and Andrew's been beating his certain drums. Your, your drum this season has been Camara for offensive player of the year. And, I like that uh, drum. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think you're right. I think, I think this last game, really vaulted him ahead of uh of anybody else in the conversation uh mvp i don't think so i don't see that going to anybody that's not a quarterback as as unfair as that is i don't make the rules pal
5: Uh, hold on hold on so ralph's thing all year has been camara for mvp or offensive player of the year dave yours has been drew Brees, arm truther give the man some respect and what what's mine been has it been Cam Jordan sucks? What <laughs> <is that? laughs>
1: I don't know. What do you want? You get to stake your claim.
5: Uh, so much pressure. I don't know. I thought you had one in mind when you no, were nothing. giving these labels.
1: No, nothing mm-hmm. really jumps off the page at me, to be honest with you. We'll think about that one. Okay. Uh, but uh,
3: I uh, – wait, what were we talking about? No, I was, just, I was just talking about Drew Brees fighting through it. But this is my next thing I want to talk about. And – This If the Saints, Andrew, if they lose compensatory picks because they did a celebration after the Tampa game and put it on their Twitter feed and Instagram, and the NFL is threatening them to find them big money and, and draft picks, if it was only the Saints, maybe, I counted four fucking teams did the same exact thing last week. Okay, celebrations in the locker room, dancing, having fun. But oh no, we're going to use the Saints as a safety uh, facade to pretend like we are doing the best and we're following all the COVID protocols. Get the fuck out of here with that. I'm tired of it. Goodell, it's fucking horrible. They better, Andrew, they better not find the Saints. They better not take away these compensatory picks we've been waiting our whole lives to get. (laughs) <laughs> because the Saints did a dance because they humiliated Tom Brady. If
5: they take away a compensatory pick. I swear to God. Yeah, right. I hear you. So good, good point. So here's the thing. Let's
1: wait and see because they, they you know, I know the Broncos got caught or the Broncos were celebrating no masks. I saw
5: Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Duncan. but that wasn't the that. that's less offensive, you know. Well, I'm
1: just I'm just saying, let's see let's see what happens. If they get fined, you know, they just need to be fair and fair and equal. They
5: didn't have their classless head coach dancing with DeMario Davis doing his terrible <laughs> dance moves, you know. <laughs> um, I I actually think Sean Payton's dance moves are kind of funny. I don't know why he gets so much grief Do the them, Sean but Pay- uh Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was awesome. Whenever people uh, talk about Sean Payton dancing, I just think of him when he was on the year suspension and he was like down at the sandals in Bahamas and just grinding on that woman. That video came out.
5: <laughs> I did see that.
3: Yeah. yeah that's, I don't know. Whenever I. I don't know. Connor's, I think
5: Connor's a patron. I don't know if we should talk about that. I don't know. It's,
3: it's out uh, there. They uh, know.
5: It's out there. It's out there.
3: So. Uh,
5: but uh, no. Oh, shit, what was I going to say? Um. You know, the thing about Sean Payton, man, is we this week, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but we already have Atlanta reporters going full hashtag classless. They were very angry at Sean Payton for only taking seven minutes uh, in his presser and being very annoyed and quick to hang up and not wanting to talk about Drew Brees' injury. <laughs> and, then in, and, and then saying just how great Raheem Morris is and how he gave <laughs> him a full 15 minutes. And uh, oh, so 15. the hashtag classless is already
3: hitting. Dude, you know, if the they think if week. they think Monday is short, wait until they get a load of the Wednesday <laughs> Sean Payton press conference that's going to be like four minutes and 30 seconds. And I speak from experience because I listen to them and record them for me and Andrew, for the patrons for the preview podcast, right, Andrew, to play the sound. His Wednesday one, if it goes over six minutes – consider yourself lucky like he is in and out he's got places to be dude so yeah oh, he,
5: he's dropping a next question <laughs> on wednesday it's
3: oh. it's coming it's you know, happening. It so we gotta get to the hotline before we get to the before we get to the discord channel questions and the twitter questions <laughs> actually I,
5: the, the breeze thing is not the the drum that dave has been banging it's the hotline yeah no, <laughs> the
1: honest, it is <laughs> I've got two drums.
3: The hotline is Dave. The hotline is Dave. I've got baby. a whole drum kit. Dave, you explain it. They're they're mad about the rings. <laughs>
1: basically, basically, it's just somebody made the astute point that um, you know nobody's going to answer this. It, it's it goes straight to voicemail so why do you have to sit there and wait for it to ring five or six times before the voicemail picks up how come is there some setting ralph that you can make that where as soon as somebody calls it goes straight to the voicemail instead of having ralph, to listen to it ring five times
3: i cannot <laughs> i cannot
1: because i've made the same i've made the same observation Cause I've (laughs) called the hotline. Well, no, I never called the hotline.
5: Ralph, I think the, uh, uh, we're having some major problems here.
3: We're having major problems with the stream or with everything. Yeah.
5: Well, no, I, I hear you and Dave fine. It's just YouTube looks like it keeps crashing.
3: How about now? Check it now. Um, sorry about that gentlemen. My, uh, my uh, my computer went blue screen. What do you want? The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect, with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. But no, this hotline, the contempt from people... And even the international guy uh, from, from, uh, from the U.K., uh, he was very contemptuous. But I have to say um, I kind of deserved it. So let's just get to it. This week's hotline, uh, here it is. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints happy hour hotline.
2: I just want to conduct a search party for Sean Payton's balls, because his ambush and flea flicker and challenge flag raining days are over, and he's nailed the guy who bent over for Goodell and doesn't trust his future Hall of Fame quarterback to get eight yards with the game on the line.
7: As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horse shit. Uh,
2: so fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's that's, that's
7: the voicemail. That's, that's it. That's it. Play me on the show. I uh, right, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> sitting on my back porch because I was about to call you all and give you a fucking rant about the fact that I'm fucking pissed off that Drew Brees is injured and all the fucking 49ers injuring us and everybody fucking, and we're still seven and fucking two and I shouldn't be pissed off about that. And then what happens? My fucking gutter falls off my fucking house. So that put an end to the fucking rant that I was going to give you. all So fuck the Falcons, fuck Tom Brady, and fuck the 49ers and go Saints.
8: All right, guys, I ain't got a clue if you're going to get this. And if you do get it, it might cost me my kidney because I'm calling from England. It's 20 to 1. I've got to get up for work in three and a half hours. But I just wanted to say, a wise man once said, show me the turnovers, and I'll tell you who won the game. And that's your host, Ralph Marlborough. So well done on that one. What a game. Goodbye, San Francisco. Did we just top the NFC? I have no idea. And listeners, Listen, I've got a message for you. If you're not a patron, for the love of God, become a patron, because it's a lonely place in England to be a Saints fan, and I need this podcast to stay alive forever. So, for the love of God, sign up. And I don't normally curse, but what the hell, let's go for it. Fuck Roger Goodell. Fuck the refs. Fuck the Falcons. And Dave, for the love of God, unmute yourself. How far
6: can we go into the postseason? Uh, relying on the Thomas Morstead bank shot off the other team to Marquez Callaway play, because <laughs> as best I can tell, that's how we survived today.
1: Seems to work so just be fine. So happy me.
7: about the defense or mad about the offense. Uh, the correct answer is both. Yes, cheers, let's drink our beers and pretend that none of this happened and that we're going to be better
1: next week. We won't, but let's pretend so. Hey, hey go saying two do that. There so is a the thing about
7: Taysom Hill. As a Mormon, the man can't drink alcohol. So he does all he can to make sure that I drink all the alcohol for him. See, it's a fair trade-off, you know? He can't, so I
6: do, and he's going to put me in the grave pretty soon. I'd like to acknowledge that Nicholas Clayton Mullins looks like he just ran into his childhood nightmare. An assessment of... <laughs> oh, shit. I can't read my own writing maybe one day I'll leave a valid message to be okay Nope, I got it an assessment of the position of his eyebrows on every snap makes me feel like he's so scared so now that I was ready to listen to some phone rings uh, and not get so bent out of shape about it which I apologize for that uh, even though I haven't anyway uh, (laughs) I just saw Malcolm Jenkins it looked like he wanted to cry and then – and that's initially what I was calling about. But as the phone – and here we go back to the ringing of a hotline phone number Anyways, Okay. But as the phone was ringing, then he makes an interception. So maybe when he looks like he's going to cry, uh, I, I mean, maybe he's going to make a great play. I don't know. <laughs> like this is – first. No. It's top. Top. Not first. It's top. Top-notch analysis. You can't get this from anywhere else. Not even from your podcast. Hey, it's on my own. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. I still love listening to y'all. There's no way I could ever compete. I love y'all. Later.
3: Uh, Alcohol. (laughs) He right. He came. He he finished strong, but he was he was, he was rambling and incoherent in the middle. Um, I don't know, Ralph. You said
1: this wasn't the best. This might have been my all-time. Favorite. Uh, this might <laughs> this be this, the best. This was sneaky good. This is. Oh, I don't
5: know if you can find a way to make this uh, just affordable for the international calls. Like I don't know if you can do a Dropbox or something, but. The, the accent, the British accent, any accents that we can get, I just think so up much better,
3: too. It classes yeah, yeah. it up. so It really does. Yeah, it did feel a little classy, didn't it? It did. It, it, felt, um. it felt like uh, Men in Blazers class it up really good. <laughs> um.
5: That was great. Thanks for <laughs> delivering, as always, patrons. Yes, Fredo, you're absolutely right. If you live in Malta, I swear to God, if you live in Malta and you leave us a message, I will send you... I will send you something amazing. Only
1: only because we need to know what a Maltese
3: uh, accent sounds like. We have no idea. Yes. Yes. Please
5: call if you're from Malta. Please call the hotline.
3: And I want (laughs) to give I want to give a shout out to Brett, uh, a patron who is in the Discord channel a lot. Mm. Uh, He has the the Rona, and he is in the hospital. I'm going to send him something. Brett, we are thinking of you. Uh, Get well soon, my man. Um. Andrew and Brett, I know, I, I know because... he
5: had he had tickets to the game this weekend uh, and he can't go, so Dave is going in his
1: stead yeah, so I bought them from him, and uh, i'm gonna uh I'm gonna represent him uh, proudly and uh I think we're gonna get the win for Brett this week
3: yeah well, um hopefully before we get to game predictions though it's time for the craze that is sweeping the world, sweeping the nation uh and uh it's uh, question time. Dave, did I not look good today on channel 4? I, you know what I I, I meant mean, to, my like, wife looked well, me up. She got me dressed with the blazer, the black shirt. she had Really? She did help me do my she hair. Look, she
6: qualified. Good. good.
1: I might go go check blind, it out man. right now. For for some reason the videos will not play on on a mobile device. So I have to, let, like, go to a desktop to watch it. And I didn't do that this morning. I'm going to go check it out right now, see what I can see.
3: <laughs> so, all right, here we go. We got questions, Andrew. With Bree, this is from CJ. With Breeze being out, do I need to up my drinking game to make up for the loss? Thanks for taking my call. Oh, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> well,
5: listen, I think we, sometimes we think about this all wrong. Drew gets injured, we get all – upset and like Dave and and uh, go all the end is nigh and all that but th- think of it this way how amazing would it be if Jameis A plays amazing and lights up the Falcons B how amazing would it be if Jameis Winston plays awful and the Falcons actually have a chance to beat us because Drew Brees is out <laughs> and we still find a way to win so like kind of either way would be an amazing thing and I'm here for it because what I'm a Saints he... fan and like I love Drew Brees he's probably gonna end up being my favorite all-time when it's all said and done but I am gonna be a fan I've been a fan long before Brees what? ever joined the team and I'll be a fan long after he leaves so like I I'm still here for whatever drama the Saints give me and I just I hate the Falcons and I want to beat him hey right? let's not what? forget that it is Falcons hate
3: Dave, what would be more fun Sunday? Jameis Winston throwing for four fifty and five and the Saints win like fifty. That sounds like a lot of air yards. Yeah. Or (laughs) the Saints blow the Falcons out. Would you rather that? Or would you rather the Falcons get ahead twenty eight to three? Jameis leads the comeback. Saints win. What would be number more two? fun? Not
5: even, oh yeah, I mean, not even, that's
3: not even a question.
1: <laughs> not even close. I mean, number one was sounding really good, and I was getting yeah. really excited, and I was, <laughs> I was ready to vote for that one. But uh,
5: frankly, I'm not sure a Super Bowl title feels better than the second thing you proposed
3: there. <laughs> we not. could just, we could just be like, that's a wrap. We're gonna call it off. Yeah. 2020's done. <laughs> We're just the say are gonna you, be you like George just Costanza. You're the gonna it's leave fun. on a high note. This is from uh, Enriquez. Uh, If we win the Super Bowl with Jameis, what day do we hold the Bacchus Parade in Metairie with Jameis one of one as King (laughs) of (laughs) Bacchus? Is that
1: for me or Dave? That's that's for you, Dave. Wait, that's for me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wait, you guys don't hear my computer playing, did you?
3: No. no, I didn't. Okay,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Ralph's. I'm watching Ralph's appearance right now as we speak. Maybe so, I'll even like. Can I like live? Do it live. Um, do what it was live. the question about Bacchus? What was it? Jameis one of one. Jameis one of one will be Bacchus. He would be the king of Bacchus. Uh, <laughs>
3: I don't think there's gonna be a Mardi Gras this year. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so I guess we could just go ahead and make him the king of Bacchus. In that case.
3: Yeah. D- uh, Andrew, do we have Discord questions?
1: Uh, let me check. My
5: dad is in the chat right now and he says, uh, how about I sponsor a subscription for an overseas patron? (laughs) There you go. If you're, if you're overseas and you're currently not a patron, my dad is offering to to sponsor you.
3: Yeah. Uh, and and by the way, I understand that the, the, the VAT tax, if you do the annual, uh, subscription, it's, like, ridiculous. So if you're overseas and you're thinking of doing the annual subscription, do it. We'll throw something extra in the uh, the booze bundle box for you uh, to, as a thank you. Uh, and by the way, we shipped out four international ones, uh, including including. – I'm not going to butcher your name, uh, but there's a patron from Tanzania. Just going
5: yeah. to say it. Well, you got the no, – Please, you did, you please did. do, Please do butcher the name. I'm shocked in, Ralph didn't mispronounce the country. So in
3: Incolio in is his oh, name, boy. I think.
1: Oh, boy. No uh, way that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's...
5: All right, We actually have a lot in the Discord. Um, Alright, all right. Skip Stevens. He, he's I, have, a, he's... I have a lot
1: of questions for Ralph about his performance uh, on Today? WWL TV. This morning, <laughs> yeah. too.
5: What go, ahead. go ahead, Andrew. Alright, we got a lot here, so uh, let's see. Dave, I'll start with you. Uh, it looks like Arik Armstead of the 49ers tested positive for the Rona. Uh, could uh, this sneaky be the biggest impact of the season? If the O-line room becomes drenched in Rona, to quote Ralph, yeah, uh, we're, <laughs> we're fucked way bigger than Drew or any of the other injuries. Uh, worse not wrong. It, uh, what if it forces a wild-card playoff shootout thing with the NFL uh, would say – I don't know. I, Wait, this is,
1: what? Specifically... is this one question? What yeah, is
5: basically, on? basically he's asking, what do we do if Armstead uh, gave our whole offensive line the Rona? I think that's basically what
1: he's asking. I think they'd probably wind up postponing the game. So I don't even think it would be an issue.
5: <laughs> True.
1: Yeah. Uh,
5: all right. Houdag Golfer uh, says, uh, in an effort to keep similar play calling and offensive uh, game planning, should the Saints try to sign 2002 Chad Pennington?
3: Definitely.
1: Oh, wow. Wait, Nick Foles is getting carted off the field.
5: Oh, my God. Ew. It's Trubisky time, baby.
1: Oh, is that, that's right. They're bringing Trubisky back. It looks Mitchell's. like it's uh, some kind of lower. Oh, maybe. Ooh. Ain't nobody like a
5: troops
3: party because a troops party don't stop.
5: Dave, uh, is it illegal to? This is Tara Reek wanting to know. Is it illegal to eat roasted falcon uh, for Thanksgiving?
1: No, but no, 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 no. It's no, illegal that is, to do yeah.
3: it with, like, more than six family members. Ooh, this that, is an. Dave, I'm right. going back-to-back I'm, I'm right. back with Dave here. This is a good
5: one for you. How This is from Chris McKay, or McVay, sorry. How many Olive Garden breadsticks will it take to make Jameis look like a healthy weight again?
1: Uh, <laughs> like, two. Do you know... <laughs> I listen to... It's funny that you asked me this question. I listen to... Um, a podcast uh, The Doughboys And they every every episode is a review of uh, A national restaurant Or, or uh <laughs> supermarket Or whatever And uh, they did one on Olive Garden Which I of course had to listen to It was the first one I listened to uh, Those breadsticks are like 5,000 calories a piece Like they are like ridiculous uh, You don't want to eat them But at the same time You do want to eat them You do
5: uh, th- this goes to what uh, Dave was melting down about earlier, Ralph. But uh, this is from Balky. Why the fuck does God keep letting a stand-up guy like Breeze get injured while douchebag, douchebaggington Tom Brady stays healthy?
3: I don't know. I think to- I think Tom Brady has clearly he's clearly either made a deal with the devil or he is the devil himself, therefore he's immortal. That's my theory, Balky.
5: Uh, surprising, I think I said that right this time, yeah. instead of sur- Uh Surprising wants to know, uh, how likely is it that the Niners manage to keep taking the Saints out, Saints players out over the next couple of weeks, Ralph?
3: Oh, my God. The 49ers, they murdered poor Pierre Thomas in 2011. Um,
5: Jabari True. Greer
3: ended his career in 2013. They might have ended Breeze. Fuck the 49ers, man. I hate I hate the 49ers almost as much as I hate the Falcons. Like, they have caused me personally so much pain. I want to – if California fell in the ocean, I wouldn't feel bad. That's how much I hate the 49ers. All
5: right, I got a few more. We, let's keep them coming. All right, uh, Dave, uh, If this this is from HOODAT, H-O-O. I think that's actually a UVA uh, – Charlottesville reference but uh who wants to know if that was indeed the end for drew and god i hope not mm. how how appropriate to go out on a td to, uh td throw to cap that two minute drive
1: yeah honestly the fact that it was a td throw as his last play that's what has me concerned it's like oh yeah that's how drew's gonna go out this is it he's never coming back now i just i just watched his last touchdown pass that's how it ends He's no, I don't back. think, I don't, yeah, like I know, I don't. I really, yeah, I really don't think he's, he's not done, absolutely. No. Not.
5: If anything, the thing you got to worry about with Drew is that he'll come back too soon, right? Yeah. Like, he'll, he'll force his, his reentry. All right, uh, Ralph, uh, this is more of a comment than a question, but Houdat Wayne asks, is Rui's going to be a guard or center, because it's not looking too good at guard? Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Ralph, if, uh, this is from your boy, Alan. Would you give Drew a rib or lung to get the Saints a Super Bowl victory? What body part is your limit?
3: I mean, I can give him a, I can give him a, a rib. I can't give him any muscles in my back because they're all inflamed. <laughs> you don't want any of that. Um, that make him, might make him worse. It might make it worse. I can't. You know what? Now that I think about it, I probably can't give Drew anything from my left side. Because it's just total garbage. So, like, I can give him a rib from the right side. I can give him a 10. I mean, I'll I'll do whatever it takes. I want want another Super Bowl. It's fun.
0: The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
9: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom, a performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen.
7: Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes.
9: There really is no place like home.
2: propels us forward and ultimately shapes our lives each week he'll chat with guests like ben stiller bet midler and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth revelation and even healing through these conversations he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together fail better is out now wherever you get your podcasts
5: whatever you do ralph just don't give him your liver please Uh, all right, last one, Ralph. I'll give this one to you, too. Uh, this is from Thomas Finke, since you're an Onyamata stan. Uh, he wants to know, has Onyema <laughs> reached a level of performance that rivals or surpasses Rankin's at his best two seasons ago?
3: Ooh, it's – no, it's getting close, though. It's getting, it's getting close. But Rankin's – the final, like, five weeks of 2018 was the Saints' best defensive player, and – I know your grades say that Onyemata is, but yesterday you saw it that Demario Davis or even um, Lattimore, if he would play to his standards, is the best player in the defense, I think. So Onyemata's got a ways to go, but he's getting really close, Andrew. He's getting really close, and I'm, I'm here for it because I, I, uh, I'm president of the Onyemata fan club.
1: Uh, okay, so I was just watching your, uh, WWL-TV oh, interview. Here we go. Uh, I, I like the blazer. Very nice. Nice touch. Um. His wife picked that up. Uh, okay. Wife. Well, My I, wife. I figured. I didn't think. I mean, I'm calling one. Um, what do you expect? Now, this is like week three in a row now with Leslie Spoon and no Paulson. What's That's going right. on?
3: Has Paulson backed out? Is he, uh... Well, I... I don't know, man. I think what's you know he hasn't. On? He hasn't. Uh, he ha- I haven't been on with Paulson since I came off the top rope, a Macho Man style. <laughs> and, and, and That's gave right. Him That's There's your answer right there. That's Dan. what yeah. I'm saying. I think uh, did,
1: did Paulson tap out? Did, did he tap out? What's out?
3: I might have to ask Sheba. I might have to DM her on the Twitters. Oh,
1: I no. I can text. I'll, I'll text Sheba. I can. Yeah. I can get. I'll get an answer.
3: They moved me to five forty-five. I know she's, you don't like me. You don't like me sleeper, and Leslie yeah. Spoon because she treats me with respect, and you don't like. Yeah, that. there's
1: no. There, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Paulson was your straight man. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's like a normal.
3: It's like a morning normal, chat uh... with
1: Leslie Spoon. Leslie's lovely. I've met Leslie also. She's been in the store before. Yeah. Uh. Also, um, we didn't talk about Jameis's post-game press conference uh, outfit.
3: No, we didn't. Uh, he, looked <laughs> he looked amazing. He looked amazing. He looked like who, who he was running better, for Ralph Senate. on the morning show or Jameis post-game?
1: I mean, Ralph didn't have a tie. Ralph had like a black
5: – I had a black – like It's a Saint shirt.
3: It's a black like Tom Saint, Saint shirt. Casual.
5: I was going to say, Ralph kind of looked like he was in Manhattan ready to go out for a martini.
3: Yeah. Somebody yeah, said like I needed to go – Somebody yeah. said I needed to go on Twitter. Somebody said I needed to go turtleneck, and I should make – Leslie, call me Professor Cripple, which is funny, but also kind of mean to me. But it... <laughs> my wife just says it's mean, offensive. You can't. No, even... Honestly, it was it was
1: probably it was probably a Saints Happy Hour shirt. It was probably Ralph just put on a blazer
3: over a Saints Happy Hour. Shirt. I, should, I could do that next week, man. I only got <laughs> Dave. I got, I'm going to change the shirt. The blazer stays because that's the only one I got. <laughs> you only have one jacket. I only have one jacket, man. What? You don't ever go to like formal functions. You need to no. wear a suit Jesus <laughs> God no. I have oh like I have like the one the one jacket, and I have like a suit. That's it. But, okay, uh... well you
1: can wear the suit jacket you know as an alternate.
3: Hmm. Maybe
1: mix it up a bit. All right. See, League so... go buy the jacket. Go so get another we blazer. gotta
3: get uh, Saints Falcons. There's no line on the game because – None? There's no line because if Vegas not put it up, they're not going to put it up until the Saints well, at least – the Saints probably aren't going to um, – they aren't going to announce who's going to start because remember they did that nonsense against Seattle last year where Deshaun Payton was like, I don't know who's going to start. Is it going to be Bridgewater? Is it going to be Taysom? <laughs> you just have to wait and see. But I think Vegas, once the injury report comes out and Drew Brees – doesn't practice, then they'll set the line, assuming it's Jamin. So I'm gonna set it. I'm gonna pull a number. I'm gonna set it at five and a half, Dave. So the Saints are five and a half point favorite against the Falcons. Uh, who you got?
1: Oh, this. <laughs> They're favorite favored by five and a half. Uh, if I'm betting, I'm taking the Falcons. um uh, but you know, for the purposes of this podcast, uh, obviously I'm going to say the Saints are going to win. But uh, it's it's going to be close. It's not going to be easy. Uh, I, we're gonna we're gonna be chewing our nails out for sure. Um, and last uh,
3: year in the dome, it was a disaster. Like i Atlanta I'd love, uh,
1: I'd, love I'd love to get another one. Start to finish love to get another one or two more stead uh, bank shots. That'd be great. Those are a real, <laughs> those are a big help, man. Uh, but, uh, no, I don't know. I have, I, this is, you know, it's Saints Falcons. I I, 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 have no idea how this is going to turn out. I, I really, really don't. I'll, all I'm going to say is the saints are going to win and it's probably going to be by a field goal. And, uh, I was, I was close last week, uh, or, uh, Deontay ran one back, uh, like 75 yards. He's he, I'm still picking him. He's going to take a kick or a punt back for a touchdown. That's my prediction score. I'll go with, uh, honestly, honestly, I'll go, uh, not even three points. One point I'll go, I'll go 28, 27 saints.
5: Andrew, who, Oh, who you got? Dave, you're dead wrong. It's going to be the <laughs> <Tamus> Hill <party. laughs> Taysom Hill party. Taysom Hill is going to camp. run
0: for... He looks like a star of the day for the Saints.
5: Taysom Hill is going to run for two touchdowns. Jameis is going to throw for another four. Uh, they're they are going to have a platoon system. They're both going to play about 60-40 snaps. I'll say 60 for Winston. Uh, but they're both going to play a ton. They're both going to light up the Falcons, who are 31st in the league against the pass and 29th in overall defense. That defense is way bad. And uh, the saints are going to have this platoon system at quarterback and embarrass them. I'm going to say 38 to 17 saints, but my star of the day is going to be the resurrected cam Jordan. Uh, He's finally going to show up to the party. He's going to get himself a couple sacks. Ralph, I hope you're recording this and
3: I hope you play this back next week.
1: You really want to hit back into that it looks star like star huh? of
3: the day for the Saints. That would be amazing because nobody enjoys clowning on the Falcons more than Cam Jordan. Like he he lives for that. So if he could have a giant like I mean any time you can have a great game it's it's fun, but for him to do it against Atlanta would be delightful. I'm going to say this is hard because I'm, I'm scarred from last year where we, I went to the Dome last year and Atlanta just housed the Saints, and that's my recency bias, as Andrew would call it. Um, but I'm going <laughs> to say Saints 42, Atlanta 38. 42. And I don't, know, uh. I don't know how it's going to happen, but the Saints are going to score four touchdowns in the fourth quarter and, and Atlanta what? the the falcoholic is going to be like football erotica. We're just going to go to it after the game because Atlanta will blow yet another game when they have a win probability above 95%. That's my prediction.
5: I like that. Who's your player of the day? They Dear
1: penthouse forum. He looks like a star the of the Falcons day the were up by 14 points.
3: I got to say if if my in my scenario, the only person that can be star of the day is Jameis. Like Jameis is just gonna he's yeah. gonna throw Atlanta into the lead and then he's gonna throw the Saints back into the lead in victory. Like it's gonna he's gonna give us the full Jameis. It's gonna be like four touchdowns and like Jameis
5: so Jameis I saw he's thrown seven picks in his last four games against the Falcons yeah. and uh Dion Jones, as uh Nicholas says is his kryptonite, so uh that's Tom. Uh, right, Tom. Uh, Sean Payton's going to have to fix that first and foremost. Yeah. No more of that
1: stuff. <laughs> you know Taysom. how you fix that? Hand it off to Taysom.
5: <laughs> y- you mean Latavius?
1: <laughs> yeah, that'll work too. My God. G- if ever there was a time. Let's, honestly, if ever there was a time where let's get Latavius. Let's he get him going, going. Let's get him in a rhythm. Let's use him. Let's dedicate to him. Uh, this is it. This is you know Latavius Murray's music. It's they not need... going to happen, but this is his music. You know, because it He's could not going to be happen. allowed on the dance floor. It could he's never just going to be off to the side on the dance floor, just really <laughs> jamming to his favorite song, but he's not going to be allowed to go out onto the dance floor and really break it down.
3: Well, no, I want to make this prediction. You know, we knew Drew could never catch a pass because it was off limits for Taysom to throw him the ball. Jameis is going to throw a touchdown, run for a touchdown, and catch a touchdown. Nice. Sunday. How about that? So. I like it. Um, sorry for the technical difficulties in the live stream. Apologies. Totally my Mon fault. Brand. My oh, techno music. Techno music. Oh, yeah. Let me, uh, let me find the. Uh Apologies. <laughs> On the live stream collapse, that was totally uh, my bad. Uh, on brand. On, on, on brand. Hey, man, that's the first time in like a couple months we've had a technical difficulties. And in technical, for us, a two-minute blackout is on the scale of horrible, is doesn't even rate. So <laughs> consider yourself lucky. So for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, who's MIA, I'm Ralph. Until next week. The bar is closed. Enjoy your hate week.